My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Today's episode is dedicated to all the believers in Afghanistan. And all we're going to do today is pray. Pray for them straight from scripture. Please join me. I'm so glad you found the We're Not Done Yet podcast, a special place for emptiness moms who are trying to find out what Jesus wants them to do next. I'm Susan Macias, author of the book, Unceasing, A Parent's Guide to Conquer Worry and Pray with Power, and the devotional, 31 Days, Praying for My Daughter. Sister, the Lord places special calls on this emptiness stage of our life. So let's help each other figure out what to do next, because we're not done yet. Welcome to the We're Not Done podcast, where we're taking a little bit of a special day today and aside from what we normally do here. This is episode 50 of the podcast, and I was planning sort of a little um, celebration podcast, but something much more important is going on in the world right now, and I want to stop and focus on that today. Today, I want to focus on the people of Afghanistan, especially the believers, I mean, all the people matter in Afghanistan, and I am praying for the people, and particularly the women that will be affected by the rule of the Taliban. But we are getting reports from believers in the country that they have been told that their lives are forfeit, and they know that they are facing an enemy that believes that they should die. And so what do we do when we're faced with this? We pray. Believer, we are not without agency. We are not powerless. We have the weapons of warfare in our hands, and we need to be praying. When I'm faced with something like this, it's so big, it's so beyond me. I like to find scripture to pray, and that's what we're going to do today. And so I'm going to read you some scripture, and then we'll stop and we'll pray straight through that scripture, and then we'll do another one. Because here's what we can count on. Romans 8, 26 and 27 say, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he searches hearts, knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So let's take the words the Spirit inspired and pray those and trust him to interpret them to the Father with exactly what our heart is saying. Because even when situations seem helpless and our logic says, you know what, nothing can be done. We still have the command from 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So we're gonna pray without ceasing for the people of Afghanistan. You know, I am really inspired by the believers in Afghanistan, because if I was faced with, you will either deny Christ or you will die, or because you have followed Christ, we are coming after you and we will kill you. I think that would be something I can't even imagine how I would respond. I could say how I respond, but I've come nowhere close to dealing with that. 
But what I do know is that while I admire those believers and I'm holding them up, I need to pray for them in ways that are effective, and I'm going to pray for their protection. So let's get to prayer. Psalm 91, 2 through 5, and then 9 through 11 is where I'm going to take the first prayer. So I'll read the scripture, and then I'm just going to pray. And I ask you to join me. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day, because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you are our refuge and our fortress. I ask for those believers in Afghanistan who fear for their life, that they would feel your wings wrapping around them. They would feel your refuge, your safety. I ask you, Lord, that you would give them strength in their heart, that you would be so present with them, that even though they are in a dark night with arrows flying all around them, that they would not feel fear because they would feel you. Oh, Lord, I ask that you would bind the evil that wants to come near them and that you would command your angels to surround them and to supernaturally protect them. We ask that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, the next prayer is from 2 Kings six fifteen through 18. And this is a story of something that happened. And so we're going to pray that the same thing could be happening now around those believers. This is a story about the prophet Elisha. When the servant of the man of God, the man of God is Elisha, rose early in the morning and went out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? He said, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. And the Syrians came down against him. Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, please strike this people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness in accordance with the prayer of Elisha. Father God, I thank you that you are a God who comes into our moments and into the midst of what is going on around us. You are not a God who is far off. You are a God that is present with us. Lord God, I ask that you would open the eyes of the believers in Afghanistan and that they would see your mighty army surrounding them. They would sense that even though they feel so outnumbered, that actually there is more with them than then is against them. And Father God, I ask that you strike those who are hunting them blind, that you would just make it where they can't even find them. They can't see. They have problems. They cannot follow through with whatever their plans are because you thwart them. We ask that in the name of Jesus. Amen. The next one is Psalm 27, 1 through 3. 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is a stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and my foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. Oh, Jesus, I just ask that you would give these sweet brothers and sisters in Afghanistan your light, that they would rest in your salvation, that they would feel you as their stronghold under their feet and all around them as a protection and as a hold, that they would be so aware of you and all that you give that they wouldn't even feel fear. That does not sound possible, and it's not in the flesh, but Lord, that you would be so real to them, that they would know that you have never left them, not for a moment. I ask that you would make their adversaries and foes stumble and fall. You would trip them up over and over again. You would give them confidence in their heart, that no matter what happens, they would feel you. Your presence would never leave them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Psalm 3, 3 through 8. But you, Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me. O my God, for you strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be upon your people. O God, I ask that you would bless your people, that you would bless your people in this land that are so surrounded. Lord, that you would bless them with your presence and with your protection. Lord, I ask that you would strike every enemy on the cheek and break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to you. So I ask that you would save these people. I said you would protect the women and children from um, evil intent. I said your shield and your glory would lift the head of them, that they would feel your presence. Oh, Lord, I can't do anything to save them, and I just long to, but I know you love them so much, and I ask that you would protect them and that they would feel you answering them as they cry to you, that you would even give them sleep. They would feel you sustaining them. They would know that there is no other way for them to keep going than your Holy Spirit inside of them, allowing them to continue. But Lord, I do ask that you strike their enemies and protect them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, and here's the last one for today. Romans 8, 35 through 37. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Oh, God, 
Thank you that this horrible circumstance cannot separate one person in Afghanistan from your love, that it surrounds them and that your love doesn't stop on earth, that it is eternal, that you have an eternal plan for each soul that has turned to you. Father God, thank you that no matter how bad it got, nothing can separate them from you. Father God, my heart cries out for their protection, and I ask for you to arise for your people, for there to be stories to come out on the other side of this, of your glory and your love and your presence for these people. I ask for families to be protected. I ask for doors to be open for them to escape the country, and I ask just for your hand, and even, Lord, these believers in facing this are still asking us to pray for revival. So we pray for revival, Lord, in Afghanistan. I pray even for the Taliban who are so hardened that they would be broken when they see the faith and love of the believers in that country, and that you would start revival, that you would cause repentance, and you would cause protection in the name of of Jesus. Thanks for joining me in prayer. You know, the need for prayer is not going to decrease. It's only going to increase through the next few days. Look for scripture to pray. Um, I will have all of these verses on my website and in the show show notes. So if you want to go and look at them again and pray through them, it's just praying God's words back to him. And that's all we need to do. Let us lay our lives down in prayer for our family in the Lord who are literally laying their lives down for following Jesus right now. We need to keep praying. I found another um, article online at crossway.com that I thought was so great for key Bible verses to pray during persecution. I will also have a link to that article in my show notes. Believers, We're not done yet. We will never be done praying, ever. All we have to do is speak words in our heart to the Father, and we will never age out of that. So let's keep praying. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at susankmacias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet. 